with a look back over the weekend sport action. This is Full Time on KCLR. A very good evening to one and all. How are we this evening? It is Monday the 28th of August. Hard to believe we're nearly heading into September already, but we are. And everything is well underway. We're going to hear very soon from a couple of the managers that took part in our live games over the weekend. We'll hear from Kilkenny under-20 manager and KCLR analyst Mark Dowling. And he's going to go through some of the matches that's going to be coming up for us this weekend. We'll also hear from the Carlo football end of things. We'll hear from Pat O'Flynn who is the Palatine manager we'll also hear from Kevin Byrne who's the Radvilly manager and he's certainly happy after the weekend's results and we'll have a sports roundup and we'll also have the last electric player of the week coming up later on but there was one hurling live game the weekend and it involved Greg Namana and St Lactons and that was played on Saturday evening and one of our own KCLR sports team managed to catch up with Stephen Farrell the manager of St Lactons after the game and here's what he had to tell us KCLR of local sports Stephen Farrell manager of Freshford great win first of all but 15 minutes in the second half I'd say they were under a bit of pressure yeah uh, I turned around to the boys and looked at the clock 14 minutes in the second half without a score um, that's something we will need to address and have a look at and wonder why or how um, but listen we knew this was going to be a tough game coming down here off the back of last week you know probably people talking 428 fresh for this fresh for that but listen like we didn't look too much into last week we knew it wasn't the pill town but we knew Greg the Manor were going to be a tough test today they're a physical strong fit team and uh, they really took the game to us today but we're delighted as I said uh, to Robbie the other day it's game by game week by week it's two points on the board and we're still top of the table so we're happy enough I know you're clever enough trying to take the pressure off yourself but the, the performance out of some of your individuals Freshford know the people at Freshford and a lot of people you know, the performance of bring Kendi again today your halfback line was excellent but Kendi is a magnet of the ball yeah sure what can everyone knows Brian Kendi what can I say uh, what a man what a man for Freshford like he's doing it year in year out and there he is again today stepping up to the mark you know uh, it's, it's his attitude the way he applies himself you know every day he's working on something how can he improve he's in the gym he's looking after himself he's just a credit to himself and we're delighted that we have someone like Brian Kendi He's at one end of the field. I know we don't like picking out individuals as managers. And then you have Donnelly, an enigma, another genius, a man that has risks that anyone would die for, and he gets three brilliant goals. Yeah, the right place. I don't know how he does it. Right place, the right time. Uh, at times you turn around and say, where's Donnelly? Where can we get him on the ball? And next thing then, you hear a cheer from the crowd. The ball's in the back of the net. But yeah, Shane's a good lad. Um, good lad. But yeah, no, good performance out of two boys today. We're happy. We mentioned individuals, but the team and the panel... I queried it on the radio and I got it wrong. I thought you'd making changes was a disrupting your team and next thing all of a sudden the subs did make a difference. But you had to you have so many lads to bring on. Can that be a good thing or a bad thing at times? I'm not sure. Yeah, well again, you know, as I said, we, we have injuries, we're trying to look after lads, we're trying to get a few minutes into lads without killing them. We've six weeks in a row. So we're trying to mind bodies, protect lads and look after them the best way we can, that we have a full panel to pick from come championship. So it's a bit of both. Um definitely in the 
second half and half time you know we did need a bit of freshness you know we were under pressure there for a while and they made a difference but they, they make a difference every day to come on for us and that's what the panel is all about I think we've used now up to 30 maybe 31 players our four games uh, this year so you know we're, we're happy we're happy we were on commentary and we queried the performers of your subs at half time you had a little mini match first time we've seen it but obviously the professional that you bring to the group and your selectors and your management team it's important and even at the end I see you giving all your subs a bit of a rundown obviously with the panel you have you need to have these guys are not getting games they're not getting game time you're going to need them at some time during the year of course um, and when you six games in a row and you can only use 20 lads every week you don't want the rest of the lads falling behind and it's something we've done since the start of the year from practice matches to all county league and we sat down and spoke about it and we said listen it's working fine for us let's stick with it we don't want anyone falling behind we need everyone everyone is in this together from 1 to 42 the 42nd lad is just as important as the first lad and that's what we're about and it works for us and we're, we're happy with it we're happy fair, with Freshford no point in talking about last year and where you are and why you're there you're where you are now and only we're looking one way and looking up a lot of big challenges ahead of I can't say who do you see the challenges but for you I suppose getting the best out of that group of players because you have that panel as we said yeah it's getting the best out it's getting everyone back fresh fit healthy um, and then we look from it there we've plenty of talent there plenty of lads to work with so it's game by game it's week by week we've a huge one next week in Freshford yeah. the Balracket boys are in town um, so it's going to be they'll be looking forward to it we'll be looking forward to it so again that's our main focus now we'll address today's match and we'll look forward to Balracket next week we'll talk about Bal- Ragged, they have to go home through Freshford at some stage. It's down in Freshford, of course. You've had some great battles over the years. Yeah, actually, they can call into me for a pointer after the game. We won't follow with anyone. <laughs> Farrell manager of Freshford and the owner of Farrell's, of course. <laughs> Man. That was, of course, Stephen Farrell having a chat with our own Adrian Ronnie Rowan. And well, we also managed to catch up with the great Namana manager, James Hickey. And here's what he had to say KCLR, at the heart of local sports. James Hickey, manager of Greg Namana, a defeat today, but not the worst defeat ever, or is it? No, it's it's look, it's um, I suppose the goals were the big factor. Um, they probably got six goal chances and took five. We got six goal chances and took one. Um, I felt uh, when we went toe to toe with them. I think for this group, it's just to believe that they can actually go toe-to-toe with anyone. And I think Freshford have a fear factor about them. Look, I've watched them playing all their matches this year and they're fabulous. I watched them in Palmerstown last Sunday against Pildown and, you know, it was 28, 29 points. And, you know, you knew. But as I said to the boys, if I was that afraid of Freshford, I'd play a sweeper today. If I didn't think our lads had the ability to go toe-to-toe. And look, for neutrals, I might think, well, we conceded five goals. We did. But they converted their goal chances. We didn't. And goals win matches. And that's like the first 15 minutes of the second half, I thought we completely owned the game, ran the game, and brought it from 12 back to four. And then the goal was a sucker punch as well. With, you know, we had a couple of chances, didn't deal with it. And down the far sideline, and your man gives a great hand pass in goal, you know. And you get an opposition like that, you can't give them them. James, you summed it up brilliantly because, um, as you said, in the first half, with the wind, you didn't convert your chances. Greg Namara certainly had the chances in those 15 minutes. Everyone gets a purple patch. You brought it back to four points, but you missed two or three goal chances, two or three points, to make me... You were definitely good enough to be level. And then that goal from Shane Donnelly, class goal, was a sucker punch for you. Yeah, 100%, Joe. Look, and I suppose... This group is a great group, right? I see them above in the field every night and 
like I walk out with a feeling and, and, and I've said it I said it to him at half time I said it to him before the match I never ask you to do something that I don't think you're able to do and like I said I watch Piltown like and I said it to him a lot of managers play a sweeper there today against him because they think they're just too good but the only way you learn is actually go toe to toe and I, I think the lads started to see this after half time when they did go toe to toe yeah, look, we're, we're actually not with a place here. And I'd hope to take the learnings and the positives out of it. Look, it's 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 tough at the moment, you know, with all these matches. And that's the nature of the beast. And we have a few injuries. But, like, look, it's a month's time we need to be right for. And you learn your lessons. You know, it's like climbing Everest. You, you have a game, game, game. And you lose one here, you're able to go back and, and sort it out. But then you'll come a stage where, look, halfway through the disc, where it's time to go now. You have to climb this mountain or else you fall off. And we have to do that. James, just focusing on the positives. You can back the spirit first of all shown by those lads because at half time it was easy to put the tools down and give up the spirit that you showed in the second half the chances you created they're all positives and then the goal out of Hamilton there were some great goals scored today but the finish was absolutely class yeah and he has that and look he that chap like three horse star and 15 played last night in the junior D semi-final you know and with the injuries we have we had to play him we hadn't actually got 15 first team players because of injuries whatnot. and to ask lads to play last night at 7 o'clock and to turn around and play at 4 o'clock today like if he hadn't had that 60 minutes last night if Ivan Bulger hadn't had those 60 minutes in Shawmage and they were kind of the leading lights of the other team and we couldn't pull him because you have to be fair to the club and you have to be fair to the lads that's training all year as well you're pulling the rope completely from under him but Hammer is he, he's a brilliant prospect Ivan Bulger's a brilliant prospect and look like I said they're an absolutely brilliant group of players they are and you know I enjoy my time with him and like I said if we can just put a performance together for 60 minutes we can go toe to toe with anyone great stuff James Hickey thanks very much for talking to us no problem Ronnie that was of course James Hickey having a chat with our own Adrian Ronnie Ronan as well he caught up with both camps after our live match in the hurling front over the weekend it was of course Greg Namana and St Lactans St Lactans coming away with a 5.15 to 2.14 victory in that game obviously Senior and Intermediate was on a break over the weekend but they will be back in full swing coming up this weekend coming and after this very quick break we will be discussing those games with Kilkenny under 20 manager and KCLR analyst Mark Dowling so if you want to hear how matches are going to go at the weekend don't go anywhere because we'll find out what Mark has to think right after the short break. Full time on KCLOR. Well, thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LahartzVolkswagen.ie Full time on KCLOR. Well, thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny. LahartzSkoda.ie yeah, welcome back to full time here with myself, Martin Quilty, on this Monday evening. Well, our dinners ready.ie contact text and WhatsApp line is available for a comment 0833069696 if you want to get in and let us know what you thought of any of the games over the weekend. Well, Marcus actually delayed at the minute, so we are going to move on to the football there um, at this moment in time. And we are going to hear from Pat O'Flynn, who is the Palatine manager. Of course, Palatine, the reigning champions in Carlo. They were up against Ratvilly at the weekend. And here's what Pato had to say after their defeat to Ratvilly. KCLR. 
makers of local sports. Paddy, you're obviously disappointed. You were well in the game for long periods, but uh, Peter out in the end and Ratville finished stronger. And I suppose you only scored two points in the second half. Midlife difficult on yourselves, and then the black cards didn't help either. Yeah, but sure. Look, that that that's part of the game. So it is, Brendan. Um, you know, fair play to Ratville. They showed up. Uh, they, you know, they they dictated the tempo of the game in the second half, and unfortunately, we got found wanting in the second period. So, look, it's it's not the end of the road for for Palatine. Uh, it just means next weekend game against O'Loughlin takes on a huge significance uh, it's winner takes all so it is in fairness Put yourself in a good position Conor Lawler kicked a good point at the stroke of half time to put your six points to five up and there was nothing between the sides in that first half and from much of the second half until they got the initiative to go on and get the scores Well the reality is I think I said this to you before Brendan is there's absolutely nothing between any of the teams and Carlo it's all about on the day I know that's an old cliche and people think it's you know it's something that you know managers just revert to but it's the reality so it is any of the seven other teams in Carlo can actually win the Carlo, you know, senior football championship uh, like O'Loughlin there tonight against um, Airog played really well and you know, should have, you know, ran them pretty close, so look, it's uh, it's all about next weekend, uh, you know nobody in uh, Palatine will be worried about electric picnic, it's uh, the only picnic we'll be worried about is coming to Dr Cullen Park and, and trying to take on a, a big task against O'Loughlin next next Sunday It kind of turns it into a bit of a cup final, doesn't it, because when you lose your first one there's a bit of pressure on, and I suppose to be fair to you Paddy, you guided this team to a, a brilliant win in the county championship last year first match this year there's a bit of pressure on you as well but next week because you lose your first one turns into a bit of a battle yeah look t- there's never any pressure on anyone in any of these situations uh, Brendan like last year's last year 2023 the reality is we played one game we've lost one game uh, would we be happy with our overall level of performance no you know a lot of players were, were disappointed tonight with their own level of performance and look the, the reality is you know Yes, football is important in life, and I've, I've said that to you before, but when you look at what happened over in Michel there a couple of weeks ago with poor O'Shea and Kelly, um, it puts everything into perspective. You know, like last night, uh, what happened in Tipperary with that carload of, of young young people. So look, yes, football is important. It's hugely important out in Palatine. Uh, one win or one defeat doesn't make or break a team, but it's the reaction is what matters now next weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I think the second Bambrick is back for O'Loughlin next weekend as well. So that just turns it into a huge game and you know there's not any day you go out uh, only half tilt in a, a championship game it's always full throttle as you know Brendan because you can't you know turn a switch on and off to be honest with you okay. You hadn't Kieran Moore tonight either I, I believe is he aware is he injured as well? No uh, well we're down a number of the team from last year Brendan uh, Jack Brennan is travelling uh, the captain joint captain last year with Jason Kane Jason Kane is is probably unlikely now to play any of the group stages of the championship either Kieran Moore did his cruise shift playing with the county senior football team um you know, Killian Duff is struggling at the moment with a hand injury. He would have probably came in for for Jason Kane. I, I think uh, somebody mentioned. You know, we're around seventy eight players from last year, but gave lads opportunities there tonight. Like in fairness, for Jack DC, Keen Cashman, and uh, Brandon Casty off the bench, it was absolutely wonderful to see lads of seventeen years of age make their senior football championship uh, debut tonight for Palatine. And look, they're going to go on and have great careers. So look, next next Sunday against uh, O'Loughlin, uh, they're near neighbours of mine. They're a mighty football club, and it's. It's, it's turned into a cup football as you rightly said Brendan OK Pat we'll see you next Sunday the best of luck in that and thanks for having a word tonight never easy when you lose a game but uh, you're always up front and honest and positive and thanks very much for a few words thanks very much Brendan thanks Pat
Yeah, that was, of course, Pat O'Flynn there, the Palatine manager. Right, I know I'm topping and changing around a little bit, but let's get back to Kilkenny hurling. And I am delighted to be joined on the phone line right now by our own Kilkenny under-21, or under-20 manager it is now, Mark Dowling, and, of course, one of our analysts here with ourselves on KCLR. Mark, how are you this evening? Good, Martin. How are you doing? Ah, not a bother at all. No, thanks a million. We had a break last weekend. Senior and intermediate took a little bit of a hiatus, but they're back in full flow again at the weekend coming, and we have some mouth-watering games that's coming up. And because they're Friday evening, we're going to preview some of those games here with ourselves this evening. So let's start off with James Stevens and Aaron Zone, I suppose. Two teams contrasting fortunes at the minute. James Stevens lying in second place. Aaron Zone at the foot of the table with only one point. They could really do with a win in this game, but can you see it coming? Uh, I wouldn't rule it out, Martin, to be honest. Um, I saw Comer against Bally Hale. Uh, I thought they had a lot about them, a lot of spirit, a lot of guts. And uh, I think we mentioned it before, how they fought back uh, to get a draw that night, really, when you know when maybe it looked like they weren't going to get anything out of it and showed real belief in themselves to stay plugging away till the last second and, and get that goal. So, uh, Comer will always give you that uh, as a minimum, which is which is a great starting point. Uh, the Village have been, yeah, look, they've, they've had a good win um, against Bally Callan in the first match uh, and then they got that uh, draw the last day in, in awful conditions against um, uh, the Bridge and and you know what, maybe, maybe could have won it, maybe could have lost it. Uh, and in between then they were unlucky not to not to get something out of the Glenmore match uh, so three points from the first three matches you know a win for for the village probably sees them up getting up very close to the top of the table for a finish and and uh, then Comer are looking at it differently a win possibly gets them out of trouble or at least gets them very close to getting out of any trouble so uh, say I'd imagine it'd be a tight match again but but I wouldn't I certainly wouldn't rule out Comer doing something there is it important that they put in a good performance and try and get something out of this game? Because I know there's a couple of matches still to play in it, but you don't really want to be going into the last game or two hoping to get a result that's keeping you away from the relegation uh, troubles, which could be facing Aaron's own down the barrel of a gun at the minute. Yeah, well, I suppose, look, that's the stage we're at now. They're at, you know, there's three rounds gone. Uh, you know, everyone came into it from a, from a standing start, three matches, one after the other very little uh, breathing space between them and now everyone has had two weeks to kind of draw breath and uh, assess where they're at how things are going probably get one or two lads back into into setups that maybe were away or whatever for the summer maybe get a little bit of extra training into into the likes of those lads or, or lads maybe that had, had come back late in the summer um, so I think you know you'll probably see things go up a gear uh, this weekend and um, yeah, teams are going into this weekend either looking to get and a win that might see them to the top of the group, or a win that might see them out of any danger. So there are big. It's a big. It's a big two last matches for a lot of teams, and uh, you know the, both groups are tight enough. Uh, that group, that group A, is particularly tight. There, the Village Bridge and Shamrocks all on three points, uh, and a win for Bally Callan or Comer underneath them will bring them right up into contention with any of them there. So it's uh, it's going to yeah, it's going to be a, a very important weekend for them all, really. Ooh, brown button. Talk about Greg Bally Callan. Let's talk about their, I suppose, clash with table toppers Glenmore at the weekend. Now, if Bally Callan lose this game and Aaron's own win, it would certainly take Aaron's own off the foot of the table for one game at least. But is this going to be a tight game or can Glenmore keep their 100% record going? 
Yeah, well, Glenmore obviously are, are a farm team at the minute. Uh, they've had three good wins. Um, you know, they got off to a great start beating Daddy Hale, uh, which was a real feather in their cap. And, um, you know, you'd expect that they, they'll, they'll come in full of confidence in that. But Bally Callan have been doing really well. I thought they were unlucky not to get something out of the village match the first day. Uh, they were very impressive against Dennis Bridge. He showed a huge amount of spirit to, to kind of fight their way through that. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, rule out them, them getting something uh, out of that match. I think that match is particularly tight to call. Uh, a win for Bally Callum will put them on four points. Now, most years, four points will see out of danger. Uh, not guarantee it, but, but there's a fair chance if you get four points, you'll, you'll stay out of trouble. Um, but if, if they don't get something out of the match, they're they're really having to to get a win the last day, which is which is a lot of pressure. But I think it's a tight one to call. To be honest, Martin, uh, as you said, Glenmore the farm team, so you probably have to give them the nod on that. But Bally Callan have a bit about them, and what I like to have they've after introducing a lot of young ones who, who have all uh, covered themselves very well so far. You know, Mark, do you think that Glenmore can be contenders for the senior championship this year? Well, I think, you know, I think in Kilkenny you'd be foolish to rule out anyone, to be honest. I, I know it's often said, and it's, it's, it's not just thrown out there, it's a fact that, like, really anyone can win on any given day and anyone can be better on any given day. If you're off at all, you know, you're really vulnerable. Uh, Glenmore have plenty about them. Uh, they have a nice blend of, of experience and, and young enough fellas coming in there, uh, and they have a kind of spread around the, around the field. Um, so, you know, I think... Look with with the likes of Owen Murphy, obviously, and and Alan in two centre positions there, um, centre back and centre forward. Likes of Jerry Elward in, in inside, Carl Barron, Billy Reid, these lads. You know they have a lot going from. Uh, they're playing with their with their their tails up at the minute, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't back against them doing something in the championship. Yeah, look, if if league stands for anything, they're going to be a serious uh, proposition come the championship. Well, they certainly are, and as you say, the table is very, very tight there at the minute. Take Lemore out of it, they're the exception, and you know either of the the rest of the five teams behind him could be put in any of those places there as they fight, get into the knockout stages, and try and avoid relegation if possible. I suppose we also have three intermediate matches then down for Friday night as well. They're certainly not going to be any easier. Fenians and Conaghy Shamrocks is the first one that's on my list here. So, how do you see this one going? Yeah, well, again, like it's it's kind of suppose maybe similar to where Comer and Barry Callan are at in the senior. They're they're both down in the bottom two positions. Phoenix uh, uh, have two points, and and Connie have have yet to register uh, a win or, or even a draw. So look, they're both fighting for their lives. Uh, again, if if Johnson can get a get a win, they'll be on four points, which you know will put them in a good position. Certainly going into the last match. Conaghy have to get something out of this match and, and really it has to be a win, a draw or anything below it won't do they'll, they'll have to get a win for their, so they're really fighting for their lives uh, you know and if, if, if they don't win they probably know that, 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 that they're going to be in those bottom two places anyway you know for certain whereas Johnstown even if they don't get something out of it they still have something to fight for in the last day Well let's stick with Group A in that uh, Michael Ling Motors the intermediate hurling game and the next one up is Liz Downey and Moonkine who was also on the weekend as well so uh, half past six Friday evening it's not going to be an easy one Liz Downey are sitting at top of the table with two wins uh, or three wins I should say from three as well so mm. can they maintain a 100% record? Yeah I think you'd have to fancy them I've seen them a couple of times this year and uh, they look very strong you know I actually saw their junior team the other night and uh, 
and I was impressed with them. I thought like they were very strong for for a second team. Um, and there might have been lads maybe doubling up between both teams. I'm not so sure. Probably it was a few, but but even so, they were very strong all over the pitch, which I thought was a really good sign for their senior team. If if, if you understand what I mean, it, it, yep. it's it's uh, it's always a good sign when that when the second team is is, is very strong. And look, as you said, they have a hundred percent record there, three wins from three. You'd probably have to fancy him, but Moonkine had a good win the last day against Goran, who, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a simple thing to, to beat Goran, and, and they bet him comfortably enough. So uh, they'll go into this, you know, uh, I suppose pretty pretty confident. They'll, they'll, another another win. They're probably out of danger anyway, but another win, they'll be looking at trying to grab one of those two top spots. Um, tough one to call now, to be honest, but uh, I'd, I'd probably give a nod based on what I've seen so far to, to Liz Downey. I just think they look very solid all over. Okay, dogs, we're talking about top spots moving to Group B, a top of the table clash between Thomastown and Dunhamagan. Sounds like a mouth-watering prospect on Friday evening at half past six in Tullaher. So, can both teams maintain a 100% record? Can we get a draw? Or who's going to topple the, or take the top spot, I should say, in the table over the two? Yeah, well, I, I'd look, I'd, I'd imagine it's going to be tight anyway for, for obvious reasons. Uh, Thomastown have really been impressive. They have a huge score difference. Uh, I think it's plus 33 or something. So, you know, they're really they're really firing on all cylinders. Uh, again, look, they're very experienced. Um, been at the top of that intermediate grade for a number of years. Unfortunate in some ways not to have come out of it, but uh, they won't be looking for any hard luck stories or pity or anything. Um, they're, they're, they're the farm team, I suppose, um, themselves is the only... Uh, Don and Magan have been doing really well kind of quietly so uh, got their three wins and uh, yeah it'll be an interesting match just Don uh, and Magan have a fierce score difference as well you know they're, they're, they're over 20 plus 20 points as well score difference so they're motoring well as well uh, and again have a nice blend of, of, of young lads coming in there to, to, to uh, blend with, with more experienced lads so I think it's one of the games of the weekend on paper certainly Martin it's a hard one to call you know but Thomastown Thomason have been very strong so it'd be a great one for Dunhamagan to win you know going into the championship but uh, Thomastown are going to be a tough a tough nut to crack now it's going to be a lots of tough nuts to crack over the weekend I can tell you but plenty of hurling as well great to see the intermediate and the senior back and Casey Laura will be doing several live games over over the weekend as well which will all be announced during the week so keep an eye out on all of those games but for the time being Kilkenny under 20 manager and our own analysis here on KCLR Mark Dowling thanks a million for joining me on full time and enjoy the matches at the weekend no problem Martin thanks a million gentlemen as always right I have another quick break to take when we come back we'll be chatting with Kevin Byrne the Ratville manager over an impressive win over the Carlo champions at the weekend don't go anywhere because Kevin is coming right up full time on KCLR so thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny lahardsvolkswagen.ie Full-time on KCLR, your weekend sport in review with Martin Coulty. Yeah, welcome back on this Monday evening, the 28th of August. Well, if you are a senior football manager and you have a first round game coming up and you're drawn against the county champions in any kind of a sport you certainly would be wondering to yourself, how is the game going to go? Well, that certainly did happen with Ratvilly and Palatine at the weekend as the Michael Ling Motors Senior Football Championship first round got underway and the manager of Ratvilly is Kevin Byrne and he joins me on the phone line right now. Kevin, how are you this evening? Good, sir. 
Good Martin, yourself? Ah, not a bother at all now. Thanks a million, I suppose. As I was saying in the intro there, when you saw the draw coming up and you're down to play Palatine, the county champions, in the very first game of the senior championship, what's going through your head, first of all? Yeah, I suppose the, the group that, that we were put into, with three tough games, but I suppose up against the county champions, uh, they went in as favourites, which maybe suited us. Um, but I mean, listen, this is a championship football, and I suppose it is a start. The game we wanted, a tough game to start off. We, after it, we'd know where we stood, and um, listen, it, it worked out well for us. It certainly did. I mean, you came away with a victory, and it wasn't just a small margin either, like 210 to 8 points, which is double scores basically, 16 points to 8. I mean, it's a perfect start for yourselves and a great way to kick off the football championship. Yeah, listen, any win for throwing championship is great. Now, I, I suppose, looking in as the one by eight points, that game turned on, on fine margins. Pal were down to 13 men there for, for 10 minutes of that game. Um, we got all asked to score for two goals. So I suppose it makes it look a, a comfortable win, which was it was far from. Um, it, was, it was tied up until five minutes to go when, when we got our two goals. I suppose for yourselves, I mean, Carlo has been involved in the, the Talton Cup, etc. You have county players that's involved. You know, the, the Hurland Championship is going on. That only finished there last week or the week before, before you get a chance to kick off the football season. How difficult has it been to get these lads motivated to go forward for the, the championship? Or have you dual stars that's able to play Hurland and football as well? No, um yeah, we went back early in February <clears throat> and then with the championship and, and Carlo having a good run at Tatland Cup, it sort of um, pushed it, everything back. We've played in excess of 26 games at league. Uh, we were in a Leinster league competition and practice matches and we blooded. I say we definitely, in, in league games, started in excess of 30 different fellas and I suppose it just kept them all hungry, um, knowing that we had our four or five county players to come back and push us on. But... Listen, it's been a long year. I know we're all glad the championship is, is finally here. Um, we thought never we'd never get here. Well, it's always kicks off, and the games come thick and fast then as well for yourselves because in uh, round two you're paired off with Era Oak, um, and that game is down for Netwatch Cullen Park on the second of the ninth. Which, if I'm not mistaken, is that Saturday evening? Saturday evening, half seven, yeah. And that won't be an easy one either because. Aeroog is a decent enough team themselves. Oh, listen, they're coming thick and fast, and they don't get any any harder than Aeroog in Dusselton Park. I see they won their first game too, so they're on a on a high. Everyone knows in our group. I would be surprised if one win is enough to get you through because I would fancy teams to take points off everyone. So we both know that a win on Saturday would, would guarantee at least a quarter-final spot, if not top spot in, 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 the, in, the, in the group, which uh, is a great incentive. And listen, as a player, I always look forward to playing against their old. All their, I know the squad are, are looking forward to it. And again, just Saturday can't come quick enough. Just on that, Kevin, for any of our listeners that may not understand the, the format and that's that they are with the Senior Football Championship, how exactly does the format work with it? Yeah, there's two groups of four. Um, the top three teams are, are, are safely true with the top team going straight to a semi-final. Um, second in our group will play third and, and likewise in a quarter-final and then the two winners obviously go to a semi-final spot. Um, if, if you didn't finish top of your group, you would play every week until the until the county final in, in five weeks' time, which has its benefits too. Um, listen, I, I'm not a fan of a, of a, a week's break between a 
if they top the group and, and go into a semi, um, I, I like to keep playing. But listen, it is what it is. Um, we just if you win your three games, I suppose you're on a high. Um, but yeah, three teams out of four go through. But I mean, there's going to be there's going to be a big team missing out of our group come three weeks time. Well, actually, that was going to be my next question because if you are playing week in, week out, obviously the possibility of picking up an injury as well so close to the knockout stages and that is probably fearful. And I don't know exactly the size of your panel and that, but obviously it's in the, the back of your minds there to be careful with lads that you don't pick up the likes of a, a hamstring or some of those uh, muscle tears that can take a couple of weeks to uh, to repair themselves and get right for the knockout stages. But as you were saying, you'd rather be nearly playing week in, week out to have the break. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as I said, it, 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 it's a great way to keep momentum up. We we have a big squad and like we're probably carrying three or four injuries into, we, we'll train tonight at 8 o'clock. Into tonight, we, we'll mind lads all week and I mean, not going to get any fitter in the week so we just have to, to manage injuries and listen, if, if we're down a couple, we have lads to come off the bench um, which happened on, on, on Saturday gone and to drive us on. So we, listen, we have, we have a big squad, we trust everyone um, and we'll need them if, if we're going to... to win a county final in five weeks time I suppose Kevin my last question to you as well is obviously you can't beat momentum and when you're going into the next game against Dara Oak to have an 8 point victory over the county champions themselves I mean it certainly gives the lads a great boost of confidence going in to the next game and you know there's no more so getting a great boost than beating the county champions and moving on to, to round 2 against Dara Oak at the weekend Yeah listen momentum is key as I said that game turned on fine margins if we're going in against Dara Oak with a defeat under your belt then you really are in trouble because if they all turn you over, listen, you, you could be out with championship before, before it starts. So having to win, it's sort of a safety net. Listen, we know what they're all going to pose and I'm sure they're well capable of, of the danger we pose too, but listen, it'll be a good game and, and uh, as I said, hopefully the momentum kicks on and we can we can drag it on to the following week again. Well, exactly. Congrats on a fantastic victory over the weekend against Palatine. Um, great start to your campaign and no doubt that we'll be looking forward to the Era O clash as well at the weekend and the best of luck to yourself and the team going forward in the championship. And thanks a million for joining me on full time here this evening. No problem, Aaron. Thanks a million. Speak to you again. Gentlemen, thanks for that. That was Kevin Byrne there, the Ratvilly manager, on a high after their victory against county champions Palatine at the weekend. Right, we're going to stick with Carlo football and when we come back, we will be talking to our own KCLR analyst, Willie Quinlan. So don't go anywhere. Podcasts on KCLR. Scoreline Extra. Weekly sport interview highlights and bonus content. You know, the younger lads are doing well as well. Just still a bit to go, and we won't be getting, you know, we won't be getting too carried away. But look, they're they're doing well, and um, look, we're trying to get a bit of a balance into the team, mixing the, I suppose, a bit of youth in there as well. But um, you know, so far, so far they've all been very good, and um, you know, we've a weeks, I suppose, every week we're working hard, and come the weekend then we're looking to try and put in performances. But you know, it's it's about just getting the work in now this time of year, and you know, getting ready for Antrim in February. Podcasts on KCLR. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Download and discover today for free. Right, let's keep things moving along. Nice to hear. And we are going to chat, as I said, to Willie Quinlan, who was part of the KCLR sports team. And he was out at the weekend over many games. So, Willie... You're welcome back to full time. It's been a while since we had a chat after the intercounty season is over, but the club season is back in full swing after the weekend and lots of interesting results that was played. So let's start off with Bagnallstown Gales and Fenna. 210 to Bagnallstown, 10 points to Fenna. Good start to the Gales campaign. 
Yeah, very good, Martin. Uh, I suppose you, you'd have to say the experience that they're after getting over the last couple of years of being at senior um, and, and the opposite to Fenna. Fenna kind of lacked that experience, that intensity, that, that scoring in front of the goal because um, uh, they, they won the intermediate last year, just came up. So they're, they're finding it difficult, for only finding their feet, I suppose. And it takes a while to settle in at, at senior level as clubs have found over the last couple of years. Banner Banabi, one of them, a team that's been coming up senior and, and the following year going back down. So not easy starting, but uh, you have to say Bagnestown full value for their win uh, at, at the end of it, even though they had a man had a man sent off they did really well and held on for a good win there on the first match of the championship they certainly did well we've heard from the Ratvilly and the Palatine camps as well good start for Ratvilly over the county champions they'll certainly have a great boost going in against Aira Og this weekend coming in Aira Og and Old Lachlan played out a thrilling encounter over the weekend as well with Aira Og coming out on top 3-8 to 2-8 was it as close as the scoreline suggests? Yeah, you know it was re- it was really close. Both both teams. Uh, I suppose the first game out, lots of mistakes, lots of turnovers, um, good few wides in, in both halves. There was two points apiece, and they Aerog actually seemed to be struggling uh, to get scores. They had three wides in a row, and a shot for a point just hit off the upright and came down. Uh, from Colum Holton had a shot, and uh, into our cornerbacks. Uh, arms call him Carl uh, Kelly and he just had nothing to do when he slotted into the back of the net and that kind of changed the game for Airog. Uh, they, they got the impetus and, and went in a couple of points up at half time I think if I'm not mistaken six points up but O'Loughlin never went away and got two goals of their own uh, in the second half hit Airog on the on the counter attack and, and two very good goals I think um, Aaron I'm not too sure what, I can't have the name here in front of me but um, he got two, he definitely got two goals anyway and Airwalk really struggled until they brought in Cormac Mullins you know, into the field and Reese Deneef and he kind of changed the game uh, he set up a goal and, and got a point and uh, Benny Kavner kind of finished it off with a, with a great goal great move up the field one of their their uh, I suppose more mature players he'd be the oldest man on the field probably the oldest man playing championship football in Carlo over the weekend but he slotted a great goal coming from the wing back position found himself in on top of the goal and that was the goal that won the game because they only ended up winning by three points but they'll be disappointed with the performance but uh, happy with the win with the two points on, at the end of the day but O'Loughlin you know still very much in the in the championship they were missing Shawnee Bambrick which he was a huge loss yesterday Aaron Ammond actually got the two goals for Balnabana. Um but they will be disappointed with, with the, the way they've started but I suppose Aero will be happy with the two points, but still O'Loughlin can move on next weekend try to try and get the win in the second game. Mount Leinster Rangers and Tillon Royland played out a nine points apiece draw yesterday evening in Netwatch Cullen Park as well. Not really much to shout about on that when you look at the scoreline, but was it an entertaining game? Well, do you know what? It was sort of disappointing in the in the first half. Tillon Royland, lots of men behind the ball. They kind of started where they finished off last week, last year. Um, the one thing that we, we will have they had six shots in the first half and got six scores so six points to, to four at half time now Tin Ryland turned over and played with the wind in the second half and had ten shots in the second half but had seven wides with the wind and only three over the bar the Mountain and Rangers looked like they were gone out of the game or losing by three or four points and the Tin Ryland goalkeeper Cottle Gaffney was heading back towards his own goal and actually went to play a crossfield ball and slotted it. Luckily, it didn't go into the goal. It hopped on the 20-yard line 
and bounced straight over the crossbar. And that changed the, the whole game because Mount Leinster Rangers scored the next three points, ended up levelling the game with a, a 45 the last kick of the game. And as you say yourself, nine points apiece. Uh, it wasn't, it's was a tough game to watch. Games games nowadays, uh, Martin, are gone very, very tough to watch, very hard for supporters because it's 15 behind the ball, certainly 14 and 13 at times. Difficult to break the teams down. Scores are, are you know, very hard to come by and um, it's it's possibly the way the, way the inter-county scene has been going now. The club has seemingly taken over because way too many men behind the ball. Not enough scores in games for entertainment, but teams will be happy with their win. I know Tim Ryland will be disappointed only getting a point because they were the better team yesterday, but Mountain Leinster Rangers never let them get away and stayed in the game and stayed playing and they, they have some fine young players coming on. Donna Murphy being one, one of them played really, really well. Um, Chris Nolan had a very good game, worked really, really hard. In the middle of the field, you'd have to say a few for Fitzpatrick. He kicked six points, uh, four from four from freeze and two from play. He was our man of the match yesterday. Um, so to have a good few players coming in there, younger players uh, alongside. I mean, it's only two weeks ago since they won the County Hurland Championship and um, a little bit of celebration after, but you really done really well yesterday. Very impressed with them. Yeah, well, there's plenty of more action coming up over the weekend as well, starting on Thursday evening, all the way through to the weekend, and you can find all of the details of the games on Carlo GAA fixtures uh, on their website there. Uh, Willie, thanks a million. I know it's a bit short this evening. We'll have plenty more time next weekend to discuss all of the football games, but well done to Bagnallstown, to Aaron's Own, to Ratville, who all got off on a first win over the weekend, and Mount Leinster Rangers and Tin Royland drawing there, and as we said, plenty of action coming up for Willie and the rest of the crew to digest over the weekend and we'll be chatting to you again next Monday evening please God Lovely, thanks Martin Good man, thanks for that Willie Right, I have another quick break to take don't go anywhere because when we come back we'll be announcing the Electric Player of the Week for this week so don't go anywhere Full time on KCL or thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Volkswagen.ie. Time on KCL or your weekend sport in review with Martin Quilty. Right, welcome back to the final part of Full Time here on this Monday evening. Well, there is lots of sport up on the scoreline.ie website that was put up this morning, including Camogie News, also all of the rugby news is there. There's a little I suppose, well done, congratulations to our relay team who finished 8th last night in the athletics as well. Not a bad old feat to be fair and there will also be all of the soccer results up as well from the Pat Mar Shield who took place, or who's what started I should say, over the weekend as well and all those results will be up on scoreline. Right, we have one last little bit of thing to do. We've no handball results. Jerry Murphy is just after emailing me here as well, so thanks for that as always, Jerry. Um, um, one last bit of, I suppose, business to do this evening is to announce our last electric player of the week. Who is it going to be this week? Well, it's time to find out. Our KCLR Electric Player of the Week in association with the all-electric Volkswagen ID buzz range at Lahart's Volkswagen Kilkenny. Visit lahart.ie is Liam Gavin. 
This week, the honour goes to Ratville's Liam Gavin following his match-winning performance on Saturday in his first round Carlo Senior Football Championship match against Palatine. Keep an eye on the KCLR socials after 7 o'clock this evening for your chance to win the last €100 Euro cash prize and congratulations once again to Liam Gavin. For more details, see our sports website.ie. Owen Carey is in the building and he will be here with Fully Loaded bringing you all of the best tunes from 7 o'clock until 10 o'clock this evening and we can't wait to listen to Owen as we always do on the way home even from doing the podcast which will be coming your way as well tomorrow but as we say plenty of sport on the scoreline.ie website take a look in there all of the matches that is coming up for the weekend will be there as well and they will be posted so keep an eye on it because from what I hear it is going to be a bumper weekend of sport with ourselves here on KCLR and even the hurl results are there as well and they are up online so I think that's about it from myself on this Monday evening we're getting close to the news although I'm not at the news yet so I could run down through the soccer results which I'm actually going to do then in the last 16 of the Pat Shield, which did begin over the weekend I said New Park AFC 5 Spa United AFC 0 St John's AFC 3 River Rangers 2 Lions AFC 1 Thomastown United 1 Ormond Villa 3 Callan United 1 and if Shane and Robbie is listening turn away and don't listen now because Bridge United 4 Castletown 1 Celtic 1 Freebooters 3 Freshford Town 0 that was actually a walk over to Freebooters in that one and in Carlow it is the KCLR Carlow Shield it was Bagnallstown AFC 6 Kilry Celtic 0 and New Oak Boys 3 Parkville United 4 right that is it as we said don't forget keep an eye on on all of the socials and scoreline.ie throughout the week to find out what hurling games are going to be covered over the weekend. As we said, Owen Carey is in the building. He'll be with you shortly, just after the 7 o'clock news. But for myself, Martin Quilty, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll chat to you again on Monday. Bye.